Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Warp Lords for another episode of Nine Realms. This time we are on session four. Session four it is. That's the one. Today I am joined by Graham, Devin, Mike, and Danger. This week, unfortunately, Dylan couldn't be here, but we're going to go on without him. Introduce yourself, guys. Tell me who you're playing. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I'm Graham, and I'm playing Fen, the pseudo-swashbuckling otter who's on a quest to get a ship back and do other stuff for other people, because he's a guy like that. What's up? I'm Devin. I play Hannibal, the uh, really awesome elephant guy with a big hammer. Uh, he hates magic. All kinds. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, he has a magic um, rock. That's the only one magic thing that he doesn't hate. All right. My name is Mike, and I play the Owl Wolf Kiard. Uh, dude has a big ego and is really pissed off that he didn't kill Guardlock. Uh, in my notes from last week, which I was reviewing, I have Guardlock colon asshole exclamation point. So if that tells you anything about how Kiard or I feel about Guardlock, there you go. Hi, I'm Danger. I had a sneezing fit, and I play the handsome, fabulous shark bard <laughs> Cecil Finnegan. I'm I'm out here to prove that uh, that I can be the king while still being a bard. How's it going, peeps? What up? The great shark is is what that is called. King works too, though, right? I if mean, you're in charge, you I can just declare can't yourself. wait to be king. <laughs> Call yourself whatever you want. Uh, I just yeah, can't great. wait to be Great Shark. The hit from I the I just King. can't wait to be Great Shark. Everybody's going to swim left. Everybody's going to swim right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'll be yelling, stop that. And it, everything's going to look tight. Did you completely just miss that we were doing Lion King lyrics? No. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Uh, I was adding to it, too. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. know that that was a line. Yeah, Jared's yeah, no, just out here trying to be Zazu. Yeah, it's we all can't good. Run around all day. Anyway, um, I forgot that that was a line. Fair. It is a children's movie, and we're like thirty. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you guys remember from last week? Last week being session three. Gar- Garble Garblemouth is a douchebag. Gargamel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. Gilgamesh. Oh, I think that was it. That's the one. Goldar. I mean, Closer. at first, everyone Gardalock. was like, is that it? Is that actually it, guys? I think that's let's, actually it, yeah. Let's hear him out. Let, he, he, I'm sure he's hey. fine, you know? Hey, I just wanted all the information before I attacked the guy. Yeah, no one said he's fine. People just said, let's yeah, hear like, what he has I, to say. I, I would like to hear the villain monologue first before I attack the villain. I was curious as to what he had to say and why he was trying to kill our friends that we didn't know he was trying to kill immediately. We only had a great, a good idea. Well, after we kind of explored this area with a, a broken table in the center of the room, which it kind of exposed some some unknown facts about the ancient world and some chests that exploded Kiard's face, we found this guy. And he was floating around, looking all ominous. And Kiard's feathers on the back of his neck rose, and he just attacked him. And everyone was like, no, don't attack him. It's all this talk. And Kiard was like, no, fuck this. He's going down. 
but he didn't go down. Yeah, then we were like teleported back to town. Well, no, we we manually teleported. We didn't just get randomly warped back. We chose uh, to do uh, to that. To me, it, to me, it was to me it was random because I didn't I didn't immediately remember that that was the thing that we had to get back to town. Yeah, that was the but was but we crystal? we spent way too long debating on if someone should stay behind or if we should explore or if we should just head back immediately. But yeah, we had we, I, we had a town. lot of jerky to transport. All right, so much jerky, so much jerky, an epic. They ton call of us jerky. the Jerky Boys. No, they don't. But, I don't think okay, anyone does but, that. But what if they did? Can they not? The big dumb elephant didn't want to get in the portal, but we tricked him into doing it because he's a big dumb elephant. No, I agreed to do it. You're misremembering. We tricked him. The plan it started as an attempt to trick him. Yes. It became so much more. And then for the sake well, it of became a little more. storytelling, I just decided to do it. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of storytelling. For the sake of moving on. Uh, you guys teleport back. Um, sorry, give me a sec. I'm trying to remember how I described this last time for continuity reasons. Um, you keep calling it a topiary. I, I swear to God, it's actually a, I know. It's actually a <laughs> courtyard with topiaries in it. I know. I was looking at that earlier today, and, <laughs> and I was there's like, a I don't want to piss Grandma off anymore. Fuck off, guys. Let me describe to be the scene. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the person that you think that that is. It's Are you Terry serious? Cruise. What cruise is it? It's Terry Cruise. I don't know what Terry Cruise is. You Seriously? Don't know Terry Cruise? That joke went way over well, your have head. You watched, <laughs> have you watched anything? Have you seen White Chicks? That's no. a weird. I feel like that's a weird. Have example you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? Oh, I know Terry Cruz. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's Terry yeah. Cruz. You was the whole time you think that was Tom Cruise. I don't know. Sense <laughs> <laughs> that that makes so much more sense. Why you didn't find him amusing? I just rolled with it. <laughs> he didn't understand the reference. That's the only reason he didn't find it funny. Oh, it's a really short bear. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. And it's, yeah, that's what I, I thought it was a Tom Cruise. Bear. Why does he want to do all his own stunts? I don't understand. <laughs> Why is Why he so does muscular? he insist on trimming all of the topiary <laughs> with no help? I thought it was topiaries. Like, I thought it was just like an alternate reality Tom Cruise, where like he really just wanted to do musicals and embrace his like inner flamboyant nature. And that's why he was a bear that sung and trimmed heads. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been in musicals. He was in Rock of Ages, which is a musical. Yeah, it is. Are we sure about that? All right. Let's let's yeah. move forward here, because I feel like we could get stuck here for a while. <laughs> that's. Yes. So you guys. Uh, so uh, Fen says the activation word uh, as a bunch of wind circles around where you drew the circle. Uh, the eventually sight is uh, diminished and you can't see anything at all. Eventually this gust settles down and you find yourself reappearing in the garden in front of the adventurers guild where you can see Barry Cruz once again is working with a topiary and making very beautiful uh, statuesque type 
plants. Um, one thing that you also guys do notice, <laughs> also known as topiaries. <laughs> so you you see Barry Cruz doing his his business there, but one thing you all notice immediately is your very pompous owl companion, Professor Hootsworth, is nowhere to be seen. He was just with you, and in the midst of this whole gust of wind, he just disappeared out of your vision, and he's completely gone. Uh, Kiard's going to check the cart. Oh, thank God. Is he in the cart? He's finally gone. Inside of the cart, you see a large, <laughs> you see a large elephant, as well as 200 pounds of uh, bull jerky. Can we just assume that the owl's buried in the jerky and move on? Hannibal. Hannibal, have, have you Yeah. Have you seen Professor? Is he in here? Don't know, don't care. What? Uh, Hannibal, is he under the jerky? No, he ain't back here. Are you laying on him? Okay, good. I don't see him, and I'm not going to look for him. Uh, okay, no, it's okay. That's all I needed. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. In the last session, you were like, yeah, he's basically like my son. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hootsworth isn't. Cecil is. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Cecil and, yeah, okay. Thank you, Father. My apologies. <laughs> There's still time for him to say fuck you to Cecil and ignore him, too. So upon your arrival, shit starts to get kind of bananas here. As Barry Cruz is very enthusiastic and he begins singing with joy. To see you all have returned. Um, He's just like, my best friends come back. Oh, yeah. And basically a number of topiaries start to (laughs) dance with him almost like. uh, Absolutely failed my will check. Sorry to interrupt. I'm I'm instantly (laughs) in this, by the way. Absolutely. Perfect number with you. So it's kind of like uh, the safety dance type effect. um, But only with the topiaries. And they're all dancing with him with joy as he's singing. Uh, with glee about the prospect of you guys returning, which can only mean that his dearest friend, Bo Buckwheat, is alive, and you guys have co- have saved him. So yeah, he's back there like, ah, oh yeah, save the day, all my friends are the best, yeah! yeah. And uh, yeah, that's... I would like to point out that, that I, got, I got a 2 out of 6 on my charisma check, and I blackjacked my style check going along with Barry. You're like an extra in this. friends made it back. Yeah, you're like great. an extra Backing in this, doing little, doing little flips in the background and just kind of adding little flourishes onto this, uh, tying in perfectly as the topiaries seem to be doing kind of a dance, and he's just like this puppeteer in the background, making them all dance gleefully. He's singing about our fr- his friends coming back, right? Yeah, essentially, I, I don't want to sing everything he says, but he's like, they came back, which can only mean one thing. That means my best friend, Buck Buckweed, is live. Oh, yeah. You know, he's basically just really, really enthusiastically I'm tell him singing. That Buckweed's dead. <laughs> okay, how do you do this? Uh, well, while he's singing and he's like, that means my best friend, Buckweed, is coming back, I'm like, no, he's not. Oh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Bo is not coming back. Bo's dead. <laughs> Wait, what? He like stops, like, uh, it sounds almost like a record scratch. And they all stop moving, and he's like, Wait, what? And Kiard goes, Wait, um, what? Yeah, he was a deer, right? Wait, what? I, uh, I changed the tone of my music with a, another six out of six style check, and I start to play a sad song. <laughs> He get he grows silent. R.I.P. in peace. And looks down 
I finish my I finish my sad song with But we survived at least. I just thought it should be no. Wait, wait, Hannibal, what do you what do you mean Bo Buckwheat's dead? Uh I mean like he he no longer is alive. I, I How do you know that? Yeah. That. Well, because I used my brain, which I guess uh some people don't have one of these, and uh I used my powers of deduction to uh, infer that the deer companion uh, that was traveling with the others uh, was Bo Buckwheat, and he is now deceased. Upon hearing this news, the previously enthusiastic Barry Cruz, no longer as joyful, stops puppeteering the, the topiaries, and he kind of just starts sobbing quietly, and he turns away from you guys. So wait, you mean that the ice that shattered, that that was Bo? Ah, faux shock. Kiard's kind of just pouting right now. Yeah, sorry, bud. (laughs) That's what happens. The very tender and sad moment is kind of cut short (laughs) by the the grizzled mercenary elephant. Seems to know a lot of this. Doesn't affect him anymore. Yeah, you get used to it. We'll pour one out for him at the tavern later. Eventually, the very downtrodden Barry Cruz turns back to you guys and says, Well, what of the others? Were there any survivors? Uh, once again, you're at least looking at this many survivors. Uh, yeah, sort of. There was uh, a Gavin and uh, the Librarian, but they're frozen. Frozen? That's what I said. Huh. Tons of ice. Uh... Tons of magical ice. Well, I don't really know much about that kind of thing. Uh, that's so sad. Uh, if only we knew someone who did. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get Gust. I'm sure Gust is the one to get here. Yeah, if only we should go inside and find someone post haste. Yeah, he seems very like very focused in on the the death of his friend, and he's almost like just. Re- it's just playing through his head. He's almost like not even responding to the things that you guys are talking about right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like standing on his side and I'm like nudging with my head to point us inside as he's just being real sad. And I stop playing. He's got his paw over his face and he's like, yes, queen, queen gust. I'm sure she can, she can help you. Bo, why? (laughs) I turn and walk towards the adventurers guild. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, as they leave, I'm actually going to stay behind with Barry Cruz. So yeah, he's sitting there slowly, like weeping, trying to rein it in. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, what can I help you with? Uh, How, how well did you know, Bo? I'm sorry. We did our best. It, uh, there was a, I'm not sure if I'm curious if you knew about this. Uh, I feel like there's some things that the Adventures Guild isn't telling us here. I, we went in, there was a uh, an evil son of a bitch. He was some sort of dark magician named Gardalock. He froze hmm. he froze the Librarian and Greymane and also Bo. And in the fight, I guess Bo was kind of a uh, kind of collateral damage. Did you say Gardalock? Yeah. That, do you huh. know about Gardalock? I haven't heard from him in years. Uh, um, he was, uh, hold on. Um, 
he was the apprentice of Ixtalaxis, but no, he he was not. It was this was years ago. I haven't heard from him. How did you know him? Because he's the he's the bastard that killed Bo. Hmm. Seems he's taken a an evil path. In yeah, the, in, yeah, it seems in that way. Time. He's fucking murderer, and I think he I think he killed my friends as well. <laughs> I think he killed Bo's son. In the time that I knew him, he was very weak. Do you remember anything else about him? Did he say anything? Yeah. He, well, I again, I remember he's a total fucking bastard. Uh, he he says he's a part of the uh, Order of Eula. He wanted to turn all your friends into crystals like this, and he pulls out the the red crystal. Uh, I uh, I can't remember, but you said you the librarian is alive. Yeah, the, the I think li- the librarian could tell you more, but uh, I. I can't I can't remember the gems that you showed me they have have souls in them I mean I I didn't know anything about them previous to this I guess you know more about this than I do It seems like he's Very turning little. people into gems that that is what's happening it seems And I want to find this guy and I want to kill him Well what I can tell you is sometimes these gems occur naturally but it sounds like what you're telling me is he's found a way to make them occur unnaturally. It seems like he's he's found some other way to do it, to manufacture these with evil magic. I don't know. Unfortunately, this is outside of the realm of my understanding. But yeah. did what do you know of Bo, Bo Buckwheat? Why why is it that you've stuck behind to ask me these questions? Because I'm I'm looking for his son, and so is he, and I need to know what he knows because now he's dead. And I'm sorry about that, but we're going to get revenge for Bo, and I'm going to go talked, find find his son. I've talked with him about his son, Baby, many times. From what I've been told, they had a not great relationship, and he wanted to try to piece that back together and find him. Bo wanted to, I mean. If you want to f- find some of his belongings, he was staying up in the uh, scuzzy buckle in one of the rooms up there. I'm sure that if you ask the innkeeper, they might they might let you through. All right. Hey, I, again, I'm I'm sorry he died. We did our best. I, if you think of anything else that you know about Gardalock that will help us find him, just just let me know. And with that, a very very muscular black bear wearing no shirt with slick black dress pants and a utility belt gives you a big wet hug full of tears. Towering over you. <laughs> so as this happens, uh, Kiard's not going to try to get out of the way, but it's going to be one of those awkward hugs where the hands are like down into the side. Yeah, you're not hugging back. I mean, with my shoulders a little bit, but mm, this isn't really his style. <laughs> and he wipes his he wipes his snout and just kind of nods to you. Once again, returning very sadly to his gardening business. I mean, I'm assuming he's a lot bigger than me because I'm only like four foot oh, ten, yeah. I think. So as he's he puts me down and then turns around, I kind of pat him on like the back as I as I walk into the walk toward the Ventures Guild. You slap an impossibly rock hard buttock. I'm taller than that. <laughs> I could reach. I could reach at least till five. It's five already and been a half. said. You slap his butt. <laughs> Can I roll to not slap hard. butts? <laughs> it's too late. It's already been said. <laughs> I rolled a style check. Eight out of not eight. <laughs> you accidentally slap the butt with two slap hands. the butt hole. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't look back. I keep going. He's too sad to respond. Anyway, um, <laughs> as as he's doing that, you guys walk into the double double wooden doors. You walk into the common room. Uh, there are a bunch of tables set up as they were last time. There are a couple more people here than there were before. That some that you don't recognize from the last time that you were here, but uh, essentially it's it's a fairly empty kind of meeting and eating area. Eventually, Kiard is going to walk in behind you guys, uh, catching up to you. Um, so we're, we're there's like a bunch of people just like eating lunch and shit. Yeah, more or less. Uh, like I said, there are a few people in here that you don't recognize from before. Uh, last time that you were here, I believe that you ran into Flint Flugelglass. Uh, he is not here right now. Um, if you do look around the room, there is a black wolf who seems to have like an array of weapons, uh, on them. They kind of just look very like snooty almost if a wolf can look snooty. Um, so there's a, there's a wolf that looks like that. Uh, there's a couple, couple other folks in there. There's a uh, mole that has their back turned to you. Fuck him. I go, I go towards uh, where Gust is. Yeah, if Kiard's walking in, he's going to just be headed right there. And if anyone's not following, he's going to be looking back like as he's walking. Like Yeah, so you walk in. They start moving in that direction. Um, and uh, you, they, they turn to the left to go into the door. Above it is written exploration because that's the wing that you're going towards. And yeah, you walk through, you see the similar site um, in the exploration wing. Uh, you see a bunch of stuffed kind of stuffed creatures, monsters around the room. And at the end of the hall is a desk with a large stack of papers, which are neatly stacked, I might add. Um, and behind it is Queen Gust. Queen Gust, of course, is the owl that's wearing green robes. Oh, hello, you made it back. She yells across the room. Wonderful to see you again. We have a bit of a problem. Problem? Uh, yes, we found... We we found the people we were searching for. But we also Ooh. found some asshole who killed Bo. And he froze oh, the other no. two. Um, Frozen, Would it be say? possible if you could teleport their large crystal frozen bodies back to town? It was beyond our means. Hmm. Tell me more about what you saw there. What kind of ice? Why didn't you just uh, melt it? Like it's super magical, magical ice. ice. Couldn't melt it. Super tried. Hmm. I suppose we could try. Hey, it seems one of you is missing. What? What's going on? Where? Where's the? Where's the owl? Actually, two two of us are missing. Kiard is. He didn't follow us in for some reason. Uh, and just as you say that, Kiard Kiard walks through. Oh, never mind. I found Kiard. Yeah, Hootsworth is gone. <laughs> yeah, I I push the doors open real hard, and I'm like, and I just say, Gust, Bo's dead. We don't know where Hootsworth is. Uh, we need, we, yeah, we need it to take care of this ASAP. Have, have you filled her in? I just covered it. Okay, oh, okay, okay. I, I'm just. <laughs> we need, we need to take care of this. Yeah, I, I was on it, man. Yeah, Bo's dead. Hmm. Well. Um, if you wouldn't mind, just walk me through exactly what happened when you walked into that room. You said there was ice. Tell me, why were they encased in ice? What happened? What did you see? Oh, because some 
some asshole named Gardalock, some wolf uh, named Gardalock, said he was going to kill them. And then he tried to get us to join his stupid cult. Yeah, there was a big mm. ring. Like, when my friends all disappeared or got killed or whatever, there was a there was a big ring behind and a bunch of body parts. And we walked in, there was another big ring. And this asshole was just floating around and taunting us. And we would have been able to kill him, but things didn't go well. And that's... And then he killed Bo. As she w- as you were telling her that, at one point her eyebrow kind of lifts when you start talking about the ring. So tell me, what where were all of the other ones who were who were sent there originally? Did you find Bombly? Did you find any of the others? No, that's it. Three left in mm. encased in ice. He was going to turn them into crystals like this, and he pulls out the crystal, and then we chased him off. But I want I want to kill the bastard. We got to find him. Can I see that crystal? Yeah, here. So uh, she reaches out. Uh, which one is it, by the way? It's the red crystal. So she looks at it. She Her owl eyes blink, and then they almost light up a little bit, um, kind of like a yellow ring in her, in her uh, eyes. I'm going to need that back, by the way. She hands it right back to you. That's not natural. Okay. Um, I think I see what's going on here. Uh, can I see your teleportation crystal? Yeah, I hand it over. You guys, how about you all roll a sense here? That's certainly a thing I can do, but I doubt it'll help. That's I a pass. four out of two. Sorry. That's a ten out of four. Ten out of three, excuse me. That's four out of five. Pass. So the two of you that passed, you would recall that last time you saw this thing, it was purple. And it's very faint now. It almost looks pink. Um, as Queen Gus looks at it, she kind of like her eyes widen, her already huge owl eyes widen. What happened to the crystal? What do I mean? We used it. Mm, this is not right. You said your owl friend is gone. Well, I didn't want to go in the freaking magic portal, so don't blame me, lady. Yeah, the elephant's afraid of magic or something. It, I don't, don't worry about it. It's a... No, I just don't like it. It's for cowards and weaklings, that's all. Did Professor Hootsworth also try to come through with you? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, he was there, and then he wasn't. I don't see hmm. why he would have refused the free ride back to town. We're going to have to go see the fairies. There's something wrong with this. Um, okay. Um, so you guys didn't notice this before, but there's... Uh, there's a there's a scribe that's been writing down accounts of everything that you guys are saying, um, and okay. they're basically just writing maniacally. Uh, Someone's and, taking uh, the minutes of our meeting. Yes, they're taking the notes. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but there's a scribery right next to this. They take a lot of notes. That's what they fill the books with in the library. You mean the scribes do scribe work? They do scribe work, and it ends up filling a ton of books in the library. Who'd have, not, who'd have thought? But anyway. Not me. Um, <laughs> back around. Uh, yes, we'll most definitely have to go see the fairies. The, I'm not sure that this will work. There's something wrong with it if, you're, if your friend Professor Hootsworth's not here. Clearly, it's not functioning right, and it shouldn't look like this. I mean, I, I just assumed he was just back at the... Back at the cave. That's very possible, but that's not how this should work. This should be purple. Clearly, it's been drained of its power. We'll have to bring it to the fairies. Um, come with me. <laughs> uh, all right. Let, yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, I should specify. The fairies are in the mailroom. We're not going that far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Apologies. I, I thought I, we were probably going on another no adventure idea. so soon. <sighs> no, no, no. I wouldn't do that to you. But who knows? We'll see. This this does not bode well. Uh, so she she leads you guys back through the uh, the wing, going back towards the common room and out the front door. Uh, you guys turn left in the garden there. Uh, in the distance, you can still hear Barry Cruz pouting softly. And yeah, you you go through that downward staircase towards the the warehouse that you guys went to before. Um, you guys go down there and once again you see these kind of just fenced fenced off wall type things where the uh the mole is standing the mole there of course you met before was molly uh she's wearing a pantsuit and yeah queen gust says molly can you please let us through uh we need to go to the mail room and she kind of barely looking up from the note taking that she's doing walks over, unlocks the door. It opens up and you guys walk through, um, you guys to the sides, you can kind of see just sh- tons of stuff. You see anything that you could imagine that the adventurers guild would need to be stocked with. You see s- stocks of food, you see armor, you see just stuff everywhere. Um, and you walk through a doorway and as you walk in, you see the mailroom. Uh, this is a not particularly large room. To the far side of the wall, you see a bunch of houses that are kind of built into the wall um, around a somewhat dry-looking tree. Uh, there's a lot of tables with meticulously stacked envelopes, and you see four very small dog-like looking things with wings that are moving these to and fro through this room. Um, excuse me, uh, this, this crystal doesn't seem to be working. So we've been told. One of the, one of these dog-looking things with wings, uh, by the way, these fairy things, very small, they're, like, diminutive in size, so essentially, uh, or, sorry, yeah, diminutive, um, they're essentially, like, I don't know, six inches tall, roughly so they're very small they're very small they're, they're very, very fairy small. sized they're, very they're very fairy, small they're fairy small Fair, fairly small yeah, that's crazy there's a tiny looking uh gray pit bull that walks towards you and it just kind of has this humorless look on its face yeah it's not working huh and he kind of like points behind him he's like one second i need all of the words <laughs> that's because the simple bim tree's dying Got no more magic. Got no more magic, guys. Simple bim tree? Seems like a good thing to me. Kind of takes a long sigh. Queen Gust, we all appreciate being here. You guys saved us from the grump lop. Sorry. (laughs) Oh my god, what is happening right now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please finish the word that you were just about to say. It's going to be a fun one. Simple bim tree? (laughs) We appreciate you guys saving us from the Grumlomplins, but we can't keep charging this crystal. We don't have the ever spring. The tree will eventually die. We only have so much affinity to work with. Grumlomplins? Yeah, but what if we just saved the tree? I'm asking a lot of questions by saying words with a question. <laughs> Grumlomplins, yes. 
Grumloblins, there. Can you explain this, Millie? I don't feel like doing this right now. I've been having a bad day, and I'm tired. Um, so an older looking black French bulldog with upturned ears and like a little bit of white around the snoot walks towards you and says, Oh, hello. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Rumblopkins. They, they're big, big, large creatures with many heads. And, and yes, they, they forced us from our home. That, that's what Grumblomplins are. What, what, what can I help you with? I'm sorry. We've been having a rough go of it down here. It's a lot of work doing all of the mail in the mail room. Uh, Gust, these, these people are going to help us? Uh, I suppose that uh, if we're going to continue to use the crystal, it, one would assume that maybe we'd have to figure out how to help them with their tree. Um, that's what I was saying. Why don't we just fix the tree? <laughs> I, I'm going to leave you guys down here. For you guys, I trust you to figure it out. Make a list of things that you want in exchange for helping us what? with the quest. I need to go because I have to research this ice. I have an idea. But you haven't given us anything for the previous quest. What? Well, excuse me, madam. Yeah, where's the loot? I wh- give, give me the loot. Okay, let me rephrase. Speak with Molly, tell her what it is that you would like, and we'll see it done. But earlier you mentioned ice encasing the friends, and there's only one way I can think of to get them to come out, but I'm going to have to do some research. If you wouldn't mind helping these, helping these, uh, hold on. Fairies? Hold on. Nope. Nope. Male fairies? (laughs) If you wouldn't mind helping the superfluous simple bims, I'm sure that I'm sure that they could eventually get the teleporter up and running again. <laughs> Su- superfluous sip- simpletons? What simple what is bims. going on I, right now? I I just call them fairies. Si- it's a bit easier. Yeah, I I'd say so. It's what they call themselves. Simple beans surf blims. But yes, uh give Molly a list of what you'd like and and we can see it done. But even if we had teleporters, without being able to c- get through that ice, it's not going—it's not going to do any good. But I trust that you guys can can uh, sort this out. Let Molly know what you need, and and we'll see that done. Uh, all right. Uh, and she kind of moves onward. Uh, so at this point, Kiard would kneel down. Are they on the floor? They're on a table. They're on the table. They're standing on a table. Okay. Yeah, they're not flying, which is kind of weird because they have wings. Kiard would turn to the bulldog-looking one and say... Uh, which one? The one that looks like a bulldog, not a pit bull. Oh, the French bulldog-looking one, okay. It, oh, I'm sorry if that wasn't specific enough. <laughs> Millie, okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Millie, what, so what, what do we need to do to get this thing working again? Well, you see, the simple... Oh. Why the fuck do I do such silly words? <laughs> I asked for one and Dylan was like, superfluous simple bims. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. Um, <laughs> Pro tip, don't use words you can't say. Fuck it. I can. I just have to read them. Well, I think that to restore the the simple bim tree, we'll have to find the effort spring. The, you see, we used to live in the simple bim forest but unfortunately we were driven out by grumlomplins and fortunately for us we we ended up running into 
a very nice member of the Adventurers Guild named Howl Whitefang, who saved us. And they promised that we'd be able to take shelter here as long as we ran the mailroom. So it was worthwhile, but we're running out of magic. This kind of sounds like indentured servitude to me. Yeah, indentured servitude, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't sound like you guys are getting a really good bargain at all. We are paid as well, and we're not forced to work. We just have a home here, and some of us choose to. But, yes, without the Everspring, I don't know that we'll be able to keep charging charging this teleportation crystal. Have you unionized yet? (laughs) I'm not certain I understand what you mean. We were facing near death. Oh, okay, so I've got some tips for you, all right? So, if you're not getting paid well enough, you all we should stick together. Well, I mean, they're they're working you to near death. I mean, look at you. You can barely stand up. That's not why we're dying. It's because they're using the teleportation crystal, and it draws a lot of magic, magical affinity from the tree. If you haven't noticed, we can't even fly anymore. That's why the Adventurers Guild, the the job branch, is having very few uh, few quests to do. Yeah, We've been I... so busy trying to walk. So here's the deal. Solidarity. You're going to stick together, you got to demand better conditions, and you don't sort any mail until they give them to you. I'm sorry, I just want to circle back. Yes? What do you mean there aren't a lot of quests? Well, you see, we get mail from all over the world, that's what our job is. And we organize it, we pick it up from different areas, and and then we'll deliver it to Howell Whitefang, who's the job acquisitions master. <laughs> But lately, we just have been unable to fly because of all of this magic usage. But if you could help find the Everspring, I, I imagine that it would bring the simple boom tree back to life. <laughs> what if we just smash the crystal? Then they can't use it anymore. Hey, hey Hannibal, that's not going to solve our problems here. We need this crystal to work. The, the, the teleport crystal. Yeah, we need it to work, Hannibal. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. They they need no, to use don't. that to go get the guys that are stuck in ice. They got legs. They can walk. They're frozen. No, the people getting them. They got legs. In Keyard. Yes. Did you say something about crystals? Have you any gems? I'm actually a very apt enchanter, though I don't think I could really do so much of it right now. <laughs> no, I don't but think you if- could, because you got to unionize. These people are taking advantage of you. All right, here... Here's the deal. Tell us where this wellspring is. We'll go take care of that. We'll I go. I already told you. We'll go kill the Grim Grimbopolins in the Simple Bim Forest. To yeah, the I don't southwest. know. I, okay, west. Gotcha. Southwest. Southwest. All right. So here's yes. the deal. You, Do you guys know what Grimlomplins are? Uh, no, but they sound like they're huge. We can kill them. I mean, <laughs> to you, yeah, you're like six inches tall. They have two heads, large bodies, and horns. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out the uh, the four horns that I have. They're massive. Ah! Oh! We need to, we need to make more jerky anyway. We have a business to start. Do we? We have it. Well, yes, sold. we have We've a sold. business to start. We have sold literally none of what we have. That we have to start the business. We have. We haven't started it yet. We we have the product to move. Yeah, I mean, well, it sounds honestly, like killing all these Grumbloplicans is going to get us exactly what we need, gentlemen. What if they're not jerkyable? Uh, well, well, we don't know that until we find out what they are. 
I guess well, that's anything's true. jerkyable if you try hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we also don't have with the chef. our master skill, we'll be fine. We don't we have don't, the chef, we don't guys. Need the we... chef to make jerky. All right, all right. That's true. Prioritization I'm gonna, here. I'm gonna just let everybody know I'm the only one who didn't overcook the jerky. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> We're getting a little sidetracked here. All right, here. If you don't mind, here's a plan, all right? We're going we're gonna to kick these Grimbopolitzins' asses. Grimlomplins. Grimlomplins, yes. We're gonna, that's we're what gonna... we call them. That's the, that's the fairy word for yes. them. Yes. Do you have another Is word? Is there another word? Any <laughs> other word? Just one. Yes. Uh, some call them two-headed bulls, but I, I, I prefer <laughs> See? our word. Okay. Yes. Clearly jerkyable. We've killed one of these before. It was it was a pushover. They're very scary. They that is literally what we jerky though. <laughs> all right, all right, well, Millie, Millie, listen to me. Listen to me. Population. Yes. Listen to me. All right. Here's the deal. We're gonna go take care of these these bulls. Right. You guys don't work at all until you get better working conditions. Solidarity is wait. key. All right. Wait. 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 How about you guys Millie. just came back from saving people, right? Yeah, how about you give us the loot that <laughs> yeah, we totally. need and then you boycott doing work? How about <laughs> that? Well, no, we have to talk to Why the don't we have you to talk to the mole tomorrow about or that. something and recover. Eh, we're fine. Yeah, I, I think what? we're fine. How how far how many how many days travel is this for normal sized people? Not Tiny people. Yeah, like in us-sized days. Well, if I was moving as fast as I could, I could probably get there in roughly, I don't know, 30 minutes. But for you, it would probably take much longer. What? I'm... Uh, I don't... Why would it take us longer? How many miles well, right now it? it would take me a long time, but if I could fly, it would not take me very long. Why do you think we work in a mailroom? Okay. Again, you, you need to unionize. This mailroom is is fucking horrific. These, these situations are horrendous. We don't need no rest. I'm getting more frustrated day by day. I'm starving. Jazzy won't stop. She won't stop getting angry and punching things. Her hands are bleeding to the bones. The yeah, this, this sounds horrific. Jazzy, you need to unionize. Roxy is neurotic. Anti-social. She won't stop hoarding, hoarding envelopes. Uh, I'm sorry. It yes. sounds like you need someone to oversee these, these ruffians you work with. We'll stop. But yes, I. You should. You should do what, what we you're saying. I should do. You should make sure that you're paid for your business, and then perhaps Ab- after. Absolutely. That's what make I'm sure about. that you're well equipped. And then perhaps you can go and and fight the the Grumlomplins and try to find the Everspring. All right, all right, Millie. When we get to the Everspring, yes. what do we do then? Oh well, it's it's a it's a fountain. It's a fountain, and at the bottom of it, there's a there's a blue magic gem, and it makes it so that water pours out, magical water. So so, what do we do when we get there? Well, one of you has to dive in and grab the gem. Preferably and- one of you that has a water affinity. She kind of looks over at the otter and the shark. Don't look at me. I ain't getting in no magic water. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're set. I think we got the water thing covered. All right. We're going we're gonna to go take care of this for you, Millie. But seriously, you guys shouldn't do any work until you're treated better. No work. You understand? 
Kiard, if you can find the Everspring, I think you'll find that our work is much is not difficult for us. All right, and we Mil- are compensated well. Millie, look at me. Yeah, look the, at me. No more right. teleports. No look more at- teleports till the Everspring. <laughs> and they all start chanting, Millie, chanting in the background. No more no, teleports. Millie, no Millie. Teleports. Look at me. Look at me, Millie. I'm, uh, I'm going to join in. No more teleports. <laughs> no more teleports. No, no more teleports. All right, uh, hey, Millie. There, Millie. There's yeah. a black pitbull in... There's a black pit bull in the background you haven't heard from yet named Jazzy that's just punching tables <laughs> as like stacks of envelopes are falling over. No more teleports. No more teleports. Millie. That's Millie, what I'm saying. <laughs> Millie, look at me here. All right. Nope. Yes. Okay. We will not fix the Everspring unless you guys go on strike. That means you don't work until conditions improve. Do you understand? Uh, in the background, you see the gray pit bull Bodhi just kind of lay down on a stack of envelopes. God damn it. Like, I can do that. <sighs> and he just kind of like, you hear like a snoozing noise as he falls asleep on top of a pile of, of these envelopes. All right. That, that guy's got the right idea. Okay. We're, we're, we'll take care of this shit. I, I, I okay. I'm leaving. No more teleport. No more teleport. <laughs> I'm like riling up the rest of the dogs as I'm like walking, walking out. I'm getting them all to chant it. Oh, there's only four. Getting them all to chant it. Make, make <laughs> Though you do hear some very muffled noises from the uh, houses that are built into the wall on the far side. No more Kiard goes to the. <laughs> Kiard goes to the mall. He leaves. He goes to the where the mall is. You guys leave through the the door and you find yourself in the warehouse um, where you find Molly. Uh, to describe Molly again, Molly is a mole wearing a gray pantsuit. And boy, oh boy, is she busy, busy, busy. Yes, so um, thank you so much for all of your fine work in finding the finding the members of our Adventurers Guild. And what is it that you would like... As a reward for your work. Like we always say, equal work for equal pay. Oh, God. Our facilities are at your disposal. Yeah, I mean, have you told the fairies about that about that policy? Because it doesn't seem like you're really, you know, it doesn't seem like you're really following through with that policy there with those poor fairies. Are you telling me that they're not doing well? Because they are paid quite well for their work. You're gonna find out pretty soon. All right. What what do we get? <laughs> what do we get for the? What do we get for our quest here? We we did the well, thing. You see, that was an open ended question. What what is it that you would like? And I can see it I, commissioned. I would love a new pair of slippers, one that are rather grippy, if possible. So you're saying that you want grippy slippies. Grippy slippies indeed, Molly. Indeed. I think that perhaps we can find someone to help with that. Uh, it'll maybe take a little some bit. gold for my trouble, but no, not asking for uh, much. Gold? Do you mean yes. schmeckles? <laughs> what universe do you think this is? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, uh, I, I just love that shiny, shiny substance. Indeed. What else? What else is it that you guys would like for your for the work that you've done? <clears throat> promotions <laughs> you want to get promoted move. yeah move us up <laughs> in the guilds i want a couple what? promotions well to be honest you guys already i got at least one kill in that adventure you guys already are going to be promoted f- for completing your first quest and an important one in that so pick something else you already get that I an additional promotion 
That's what I came here for. Double promotion. I would like to be promoted two increments instead of one. <laughs> I will write down. That's somewhat unconventional, but I'll write down extra standing. Double promotion. <laughs> I would like to note that I say it very charismatically because I have a C in that. And that's a that's good at this point. Well, Molly is a lady, and yes, your your charm does seem <laughs> to have an effect on her. So she writes it down. Most people probably would have been like, "Nah, pick something else." <laughs> and also some 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 smreckles. I don't think I have many. Or do where is it? Well, in certainly. The inventory. Wait, do I not have it written down? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I don't have many. Absolutely. Okay. Would love more of those shiny little smackles. Hannibal, is there anything uh, that that we can get for you? Could I yeah, commission? Yeah, I need some schmeckles. I need uh, the blacksmith to work on my hammer here. Got a little, got a little chipped on it from smashing so many things. Uh, hammer upgrade. And okay. Then okay. I want to freaking check out a book from the library. That's the whole reason why I came here to begin with. So that would be very cool. Hey, Hannibal, you realize the librarian is still not here, right? Yeah. Yes, the librarian I is sadly that. not here yet. I'm just putting it out there. That's that's what I want. As soon as we can get the librarian out of ice and back here, I'll make sure that it's the first thing that she does. Help right. you with that book. Also, as soon as Gavin Greymane comes back, we'll make sure that we can upgrade your hammer. Kiart, so what I can we nothing. do for you? Your Your reward will be forthcoming. Is that you the right get a word? swift handshake. I'll have to have all of these commissioned, so these won't be an immediate things. Perhaps tomorrow. What do you want, Kiart? I've got this, and he holds out his uh, his crescent tether, the the chain and blade weapon. Yes. And I've got this, and he shows the axe. I need better things. I I, I I'm kind of attached to this one. When he's shaking the one with the chain, I could. I could go for something better for this one. And he shakes the axe a little bit. So you'd also like to commission... Do you want an upgrade, or do you want a completely new weapon? What do you got? Well, I would assume that the blacksmiths would make you something just for you. So, if you don't have something specifically in mind, we'll leave it up to their expertise. Well, it sounds like I need to talk to the blacksmith, then. That sounds like a great plan. Unfortunately, Gavin Greymane is encased in ice right now. Well, well, why are you offering us things if you can't give us things? Because they will be made for you when they're returned. Grippy Slippies, on the other hand, I think we can get that one right away. Isn't Greymane just a blacksmith apprentice anyways? You are correct that he is the apprentice, but unfortunately it's impossible to get Flint Flugelglass to do anything unless he's using very precious materials. Unfortunately, if you don't have any, I don't think that he'd have any interest... Sounds like a fucking dickhead. I mean, what what do you have that I could have now? Well, I can give all of you schmeckles, and then when your commissioned projects are complete, we can give you those as well. Yeah, I mean, all right, sounds good. How about we need weapons? To go into the freaking Schmeagol forest. If you just want weapons, tell me what you want. We probably have it. I don't know. You got something better than this axe? I'll even give you this axe if you give me a better axe. <sighs> she looks at it. Well, that is a surprisingly powerful axe. Uh, I'm not sure that we have anything that will deal more more damage than this one, unless something were to be made specifically. I could give you something as good as this if you would prefer a different type of weapon. 
Nah, I'll just have the Crescent Tether worked on. Okay. Hey, you got anyone that could uh, maybe give him a brain? <laughs> well, we do have plenty of teachers here. At least I'm not the one that's afraid of teleports, Annabelle. Uh, we, we're talking like a full, like, transplant. There's nothing There's nothing to work with to begin with. They, w- watch out, so, Hannibal. There's, there's some magic behind you. Whoa. No, there's not. <laughs> be, be careful, Kiara. You might you might spook him. Again, I'm not afraid of magic. I just don't like it. So, while you guys are talking, Molly kind of walks away for a second and comes back with like a shoe fitting thing, and she kind of picks up uh, your leg, Cecil, without saying anything, and then just kind of moves oh, it, and you uh, feel a piece honey, of metal say something against first, your heel. Time. And then she writes writes down some stuff. Oh, okay. Well. It's probably best you guys leave the warehouse for now. Um, I will have these commissioned for you. And yes. Uh, oh, Schmeckles, of course. And she kind of reaches out um, four bags, one to each of you guys. And it is a hefty bag of Schmeckles. 50 Schmeckles, to be exact. 50 Schmeckles. Hey, thanks, Molly. Make, make sure this kid gets some nice slippers, will you? Yes, I will most definitely fi- make sure. Um, if you think of anything else that we can do, uh, or if you have any materials to work with that you w- want us to work with, I'm sure that I can find someone. Hey, Molly, yes. you can do something for me. Where's the scuzzy buckle? Uh, that's not far from here. Uh, the scuzzy buckle is, uh, if you leave the Adventurer's Guild and turn right, it's two to three minutes walking, and then you're right there. It's not far. Yeah, it's very, very close. close. Me and Cecil hit there before we it's came a, here. It's a common spot for adventurers uh, to to sleep They have and drink, of course. They serve wonderful libations to those of any age. I'm assuming the Adventurers Guild has a tab there, huh? Uh, most people have their own individual tabs. To be honest, we kind of are usually on first-name basis is the scuzzy buckle is a very common spot. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is there an Adventurer's Guild tab at the scuzzy buckle? Because we're going to need one of those. So she looks at your hand, which is still holding a huge bag of schmeckles. (laughs) Like, well, I, I think that you probably have enough schmeckles to cover your own ale. But yes, thank you, thank you so much for the work that you that you all have done. Um, and yes, all right. Well, I'll make sure that they uh, let you know whatever uh, the adventurer guild owns them. What? I, he leaves. He's heading toward the scuzzy buckle. All right, um, Millie. Do do I get those slippers now, or do I also have to wait? Uh, we'll have to get them back to you. Unfortunately, it'll take a bit of time to make them. You said you want them to be. Sl- uh, grippy. How grippy? Because I imagined you wanted them to be very grippy. <laughs> I mean, the grippier the better. That's what I thought that you would say. Um, yes. Give give me a bit of time. Not a problem. I'll be back for my grippy slippies. Thank you again. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you guys, uh, the door shuts behind you with a creaking metallic noise as it makes a heavy thud closing shut uh you guys walk out um into the sunlight uh you guys you walk up the staircase leaving the warehouse and you see 
dim sunlight. It's getting kind of later in the day. Um, the topiaries are all in their excited poses. Apparently, Barry Cruz was too sad to move them back. Um, and yeah, what do you guys do from here? I need a drink. You guys coming? I guess, yeah. I mean, I could always go for a drink. <laughs> How about you, Hannibal? Yeah, I guess. I guess we should get we should rest from our previous adventure before setting out to new. Yeah, well, I'd like to get a I'd like to get ahead of the game here too, but it looks like we're not going to get any of our stuff until tomorrow. We're not going to get any of our stuff for a while. It all hinges on people frozen in magic ice. Yeah, it's true. I guess, I don't know. Gus will figure it out. So you guys walk out into the garden, uh, and you see a large cart pulled by two dragons that were just left there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's our cart, right? Yeah. I'm going to grab some beef, some bowl jerky to snack on. I also grab some of the horribly dry jerky to snack on. Uh, <laughs> Kiar jumps in the driver's seat kind of sighs because Hootsworth isn't sitting next to him and uh, once everyone's in the cart he heads it over he, he starts uh, starts the dragons he uh, kind of whips the whips the reins and has him uh, set off for the scuzzy buckle sure uh, so you guys start moving in that direction and about a minute later there you are at the scuzzy buckle uh, you see ahead of you a fairly large building, uh, not quite as big as the Adventurer's Guild, but compared to what you've seen in Bjornfjord, this place is pretty big. Pretty big. Uh, you got two stories, and the noise, the cacophony of noise that you hear seems to be several drunk folks having a good time, as it is that hour of the day, as the sun begins to go down. Is there anyone around to, like, take care of our cart? Like, where do we leave the cart? Uh, there isn't really a place to put it. Uh, you can, like, leave it on the side of the path if you want. Is there anyone around that, like, looks like they're not doing anything better with their lives that we could, like, pay to watch the cart? You're, like, five, you know, you're, like, 30 seconds from a bar. I think anyone that's here probably has better things to be doing. (laughs) I don't see anybody that's just, like, wandering around (laughs) looking looking Uh, homeless or unemployed. (laughs) You see a few people standing in front of the scuzzy buckle with pipes in their hands, blowing blowing out wafts of smoke. But aside from that, you don't see anyone. It's not too bustling right now. I don't see any sketchy characters that look like they might take all of our jerky. It would be hard to hard to predict. Okay. Well, if I didn't see anybody, then that's fine. Yeah. You don't see anyone, but who knows? Also, how would you steal 200 pounds of jerky? I don't know. Probably, <laughs> you know whip the two dragons to run it away i don't know get really high and eat all of it in one go so there's nothing left there it is that's it no other option um yeah so you guys leave the cart there and you move into the scuzzy buckle you walk through a plume of tobacco smoke as it punctures your noses uncomfortably (laughs) your snouts are some of you sneeze as you walk into the door of the of the glowing and energetic scuzzy buckle. Oh my oh my goodness. It smells so much worse <laughs> in here than it did earlier. Oh. <laughs> when you get inside you just smell that that uh scent of 
of liquor and beer that's been spilled on the ground and they tried to clean it, but it's that smell never quite goes away. So like a bar. (laughs) My robes smell like smoke now. Did we? Ah, this is terrible. What, your first time at a bar, Cecil? This is my second time at a bar. This bar specifically. I remember my first beer. I uh, what? Do, who do I see? Is there like a barkeep? Is there like a, a greeter? Yeah. Are there like uh, a hostesses? no? There's no greeter here. We're this campaign is anti-greeters. <laughs> oh, okay. Seat yourself. Yeah. So you walk in. There's uh, two bartenders. Uh, one of them, some of you may recognize as Barry the bartender. Uh, he's wearing a bow tie. He's wearing a bear tie. He's wearing a bear tie. Is everyone that's a bear named Barry? Uh, there was a joke I made about how Barry's a very popular name for bears, which I think did not land for people that <laughs> had not encountered any berries. Barry is a brown bear wearing a bow tie. Um, and that's it. Just the bow tie. He's very confidently cleaning, cleaning out some mugs, pouring drinks for people. And then to his side is a, uh, is a female kind of shorter koala bear. That's kind of walking around serving drinks uh, on plates to different tables. They got table service at the Scuzzy Buckle. It's not as it's not as uh, trashy as you'd think. It's not as scuzzy as one might think. <laughs> it's not a, this buckle is a little bit. It's got a glisten on it a little bit. Well, at this point, Kiard would pull out a pipe and put some tobacco in it and light it up. I move away from Kiard as soon as he lights up the pipe. I'm not about it. <laughs> Yeah, you know that'll kill you, right? I mean, if you don't walk off a cliff or something first. Hannibal, I'm not worried about this killing me. Obviously, you're not doing it right. Doing what? What can I help you with, boys? Uh, Barry says from behind the table. Yeah, this is going to be on the Adventurer's Guild tab. Uh, I need a, I need your finest ale. He just kind of smirks like, so yeah, what can I get you, boys? Also, there is Sir. no Adventurer's Guild tab, so nice try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just rescued, like, the majority. Trust me, we're, we're from the Adventurer's Guild. I'm sure they Guild. paid you well. We rescued no one. Zero people. Hey, Cecil. What do you want, Kiard? Tell, tell this gentleman what we were told at the Adventurer's Guild, that we'd have a tab. Yeah, we were told that we could pay our own tab. We were told that we have more than enough money. Ah, Sir, what? could I please get uh, your finest whiskey and also maybe um, something that smells good? I'm trying to drown out the smell smell of the smoke in here. As you say that, Kiard lets out like a, a big plume of smoke. <laughs> you just hit it. I like. I moved to the opposite side of the bar as you. Like I sat as far away from you as I could because of this. Oh, I'm not sitting. I'm leaning. Okay, even better. I'm really far away. Barry masterfully slides two drinks down the table, one of which uh, is in kind of like a, I don't know bartender terms. It's not a shot glass, but it's like a short one that's about that size. Oh, old-fashioned glass. Sure, let's roll with that. It's a short glass, and it slides over it over to you. Uh, it has kind of like a, you know, darkish, whiskey-ish color, as well as a, a pinkish-colored um, floral-smelling wine. And he uh, slides yes. them in your direction. And they stop exactly in front of you. There's also a tiny note that says, don't worry about the tab. I appreciate honesty. 
<laughs> nice. And he kind of just gives you a nod. Thank you, Barry. You're the best. Yep, no problem. Uh, what what else can I help you gents with? Uh, is there something you guys are looking for here? Or are you guys just looking to get drunk? I found what I'm looking for. If I recall, I got some kind of like house mixed drink when we had like the prequel session. Oh boy. Uh, Barry remembers exactly what it was. Barry gets <sighs> you one of those in a nondescript glass and hands it to you. And it tastes exactly the way that you remember it tasting. Perfect. Thank you, my man. Kind of just gives you the head nod. Of course. The nondescript drink. Uh-huh. Make those all the time. And yeah, uh, if you guys want any other drinks, uh, you ask for them. He serves you the the drinks that you're looking for and returns kind of to working, cleaning glasses, clearing tables. Well, I mean, I, I would assume, is Hannibal getting anything? Of course. <laughs> getting a pitcher of the finest ale. Uh, he hands you an oversized pitcher uh, full of full of a nice uh, pilsner. No, you said ale? Sorry. He hands you yes. uh, a pitcher of a... Of an IPA. Close enough. So then after everyone gets their drinks and he's like yep. looking at me at like wondering what I want, I just pull out 10 schmeckles and I put it down on the bar. I slide them toward him and I tell him, um, I don't really need a drink right now. What I need to know is uh, what room was Bo Buckwheat staying in? Room four. Is there a... Is there a key or something, or... Go up the stairs. Is it unlocked? It's unlocked. All right. And then he leaves the gold there, and then he walks upstairs. Uh, Barry turns to uh, turns to the rest of the group and says, Nice guy. He just bought you all another round. What do you guys want? Um, as we cut over to Kiard going up the stairs, uh, you walk up these kind of... Uh, uh, the stairs seem like they have a layer of wetness to them kind of they have a little give as you walk through there you hear a bit of a creak as you go up the stairs um when you get up there this uh there's a hallway that extends to the right and room four is the second door on the left as he said the door is not locked i'm gonna be very cautious when i open this door uh i still have the pipe in hand but i'm kind of like leaning toward it and listening behind the door and if I don't hear anything, I'm going to open it very slowly, but keep an eye open for anyone that might still be inside the room. Sure. Um, so you don't hear anything. To be honest, all the all of the all of the noise is coming from downstairs. It's very silent. It's too early for people to be going to bed, I guess. Well, yeah, then I then I would open the door slowly and peer inside, see if I see anyone inside. Uh, th- yeah, there, there's no one in there. Yeah, so you can see pretty clearly here. It's not, uh, it's kind of like what I would describe as low light, but you can see things kind of clearly. There is a bed. This room's kind of narrow, to be honest, uh, but there are a lot of pictures around the room. It looks like Bo Buckwheat has kind of been in this area for a while. Um, as you make your way through the room, you see just all of these drawings that are like totally 100% your friend, Baby Buckwheat. Uh, clearly, clearly he missed this person a lot. Uh, there's a couple family portraits as well. Um, there's a woman that you don't recognize. Um, and just the one, just the one child, though he looks much younger in this. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you looking for? 
I'm just looking around for like a journal or a diary or some sort of documents that could lead me towards something, maybe a map. But I'm kind of just like puffing my pipe while I'm like looking around and observing what's going on around me. Uh, you find actually both of those things. Uh, there is a desk uh, kind of towards the window and there's a there's a little chamber underneath um, that you can pull. And inside of the drawer, you see uh, what looks like and what can only be a notebook. Um, on this desk, you see an inkwell, you see a quill, there's kind of just a map as well, and there's just kind of various notes written on it. What you would kind of imagine is places that he's been to, things he's sought out while trying to find baby. I scan over them, I scan over the map really quickly. Do I notice anything, like, that really jumps out to me, or? Uh, yeah, you kind of look over and you see just a kind of X on the Black Hill Borough, and you kind of remember that that was the last place that he went. Um, you do see a lot of markings kind of to the west of the White Wind Peaks, and you kind of remember your time there, the time that you actually knew, baby. Um, and you just see a lot of X's around areas that you've been before. So I do recognize these as areas that, that we've worked in. Yeah, he's clearly trying to tra- backtrack you know, where he'd been. Uh, if you kind of just glance over his book, I mean, you don't have all the time in the world right now unless you're going to, you know, but it's like thumbing through it. You know, you see him like uh, just conversations he's had with people. He wrote down things that specific people said about seeing his son. And uh, you see a few passages that are just very heart heartfelt things that he's written about how sad he is and how much he misses his son. You know, just general regret, feeling like he w- he wished he had done things differently. Are these entries dated? Uh, yeah, they're all dated. Are any of them dated past when Bo Buckwheat, uh, when uh, Baby Buckwheat disappeared? They all are. They're all the dated diary past actually when starts after that when that had happened. All right, I'm gonna pocket the diary and I'm gonna pocket and I'm gonna roll up the map and pop it, pocket the map, and then I'm gonna look around for anything of value. Nothing that immediately stands out to you. Uh, things of value he must have t- taken with him. Um, I mean, anything that looks like it was important to Bo, I'll take. A child's yo-yo. There's a child's uh, yo-yo favorite that is paperweight. sitting there. His favorite paperweight, his paperweight <laughs> the yo-yo, that, that looks like a child's toy. And it kind of just makes you wonder, <laughs> was this baby Buckwheats? Is this the last connection that his father had with him? Well, I'm actually, I'm looking for anything else that was personally babies because I'm thinking about bringing it back and giving it to, uh, to Barry Cruz. Is there anything there? His cherished photo of Barry Cruz and Bo Buckwheat given the thumbs up in front of their garden, smiling and happy. He had it against the wall. They were very good friends. Uh, can you explain to me more about this photograph? How was it taken? Sorry, is it's it a, a drawing. Photo- <laughs> it's a drawing. They had commissioned an artist to draw a picture, and it was just the, the spitting image of the two of them smiling. All right, I would I would put that in my pack too with the uh, with the diary, and then go back downstairs. I'm gonna go meet with the priest and see if I can work on that reward that we had discussed. Um. Afterwards, we should probably get these dragons back 
to the stables since we're back in town. I did say I would return it, but I'll let you guys finish your drinks, and I'll work on that when I come back. Uh, I'll bring the dragons back. They seemed to like me the last time I was with them. Oh, perfect. So yeah, I'll do that. Hannibal, are you still are you still coming? Yeah. Let's go get these dragons back home. Hannibal's like... Probably this pitcher of IPA is probably like a nine percenter, like probably a little <laughs> bit more intoxicated than he had anticipated. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, as yeah, you- no, dude, I'm seven foot eight and like five hundred pounds. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Takes. Nah, I'm not drunk. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he's entirely not drunk at all. Um, from this massive pitcher designed well, for more. bears. I've had more than one pitcher. He's not drunk at all. So anyway, as <laughs> he finishes up... I said I wasn't wasted. As he finishes up his second pitcher, uh, Fen, for some reason, I don't pick. I don't picture Fen as a... Is Fen a big drinker? I should ask, actually. He's a, he's a big drinker in that he drinks a lot, but never to get hammered. Oh, okay. So like a frequent drinker who doesn't drink very much. Frequent moderation drinker, let's call it. So yeah, he he's has, gonna be he, he's gonna have to bar hop a lot from port to port kind of thing. So he has a second cocktail served in a tiny little glass. <laughs> um and uh yeah, you guys finish up your drinks. Uh Hannibal, roll me vitality. Fail. Bruh, two pitchers is a lot of liquid. <laughs> and holy shit, do you have to pee really bad right now? I go pee. Okay, so he runs to the bathroom and he returns <laughs> three and a half minutes later. Um, three and a half minutes of nonstop urination. <laughs> I feel like I describe these things too much at, at this length. This is the immersion I need. This is the immersion <laughs> that we need. I don't, you can't I don't drink know why you always get beer. very detailed when urine comes into play. <laughs> like, or and vomit. your MO. I guess we've heard a lot about Jared in this pro. In the I find vomit and podcast. urine funny. He's a bodily fluids guy. What can I say? I'm the Amy Schumer of Warplords. I'm the Amy <laughs> Schumer of... You are, that. actually. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, so after the very long break that, that Hannibal took, um, he, he walks out, and at this moment in time, Kiard also is walking down the stairs, <laughs> kind of as he tucks, tucks a, uh, a, little, a little notebook into his pocket. Oh, Kiard, I thought you went to bed. Um, we're gonna go return the dragons and get the reward from the priest if you'd like to come. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do both those things, huh? We're going to do both of those things. All right. Well, a promise is a promise. Uh, is is uh Barry occupied right now, or is he just kind of cleaning a glass at the moment? Barry is kind of a master at his craft. He can seemingly do everything at the same time, and it doesn't Weep seem to be hard for him at all. Be the best. You know. I, he's like he's like making three drinks at the same time. Oh, sorry, I was talking about depressed Barry. My B. Oh no, that's <laughs> no, Cruz. No, the one who. The one. <laughs> so, uh, Kiard goes yeah. uh, uh one one second. Uh, and he goes over to the bar and and um, I assume that the prices on these drinks are less than like a schmeckle. Like, are they a schmeckle a piece essentially? Oh, are you trying to get the tab? Well, no, I already put down 10 schmecks, so I was like, I was oh. looking to just get a shot of whiskey on the way out. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying, what would I know the prices of the drinks? What would they be? Most things are exactly one schmeckle. Okay. Round of drinks, one schmeckle. Whiskey shot, 
one schmeckle. Yeah, there we go. All right. So uh, he would kind of like uh, do like an upward nod at uh, at Barry and be like, "Hey, I need a I need a, a shot of whiskey for the road." So he's spinning tumblers uh, with his hands and then seemingly juggling them with one hand. He reaches out with his other left hand, pulls out a thing of whiskey, flips the top off with his thumb, pours it out, slides it over to you, puts the top back on, and then continues going back with the with the tumblers. Wow. These bottles of liquor don't have like a little spout on them. What kind of establishment is this? One that ignores health code violations. Kiard Kiard uh puts the shot back and then throws puts another schmeckle down on the table. Thanks, Barry. I'll, uh, I'll keep it. It's okay. No, no, my, no. No, this is for you. I'll, the maiden over I'll there likes the otter. Don't worry, you're good. No, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go. Any any leaves. Barry flicks Barry flicks it over to the maiden and she kind of catches it and kind of gives you a thumbs up. I get I do I notice this? Yeah, the the koala bear kind of gives you the thumbs up and thanks you. I give her a wink. She kind of gives you a weird quizzical look. <laughs> Doesn't work for everyone. Uh, you guys walk out the door a bit kind of socially lubed up, you might say. Um, and yeah, uh, you guys walk lubed up. It's funny how lubricated and lubed have very different connotations. Um, I've never <laughs> thought about that before, but it's very true. Um Anyway, <laughs> lubed up real hard. Agree to disagree. Move on. <laughs> Wait, disagree with what part? Moving on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's not get into it. So you guys get in the cart. Which where, which place are you trying to go to first? Like, what's the what's the itinerary here? Priest then return the dragons. I would jump okay. in the driver's seat. Is anyone going to be in the driver's seat with me, or is it just me? I mean, since I'm driving them to drop them off, yeah. I can't drive right now. I'm like hang I'm like hanging out the window to like look at you guys in the front seat and I have I have my third drink with me cuz I didn't chug it before and I left with it. What a great day for a ride, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful night. Is it night? Is it nighttime now? It's a beautiful late afternoon. So sunset <laughs> uh sunset is just happening right now. Uh so yeah, it's it's getting dark but it's not fully dark out yet. Do we know where the church is? Uh, no. Hey, uh, so, so where are we going, guys? Well, we're going to the church. God will guide us in this quest. Roll me a sense, guys. Roll me a sense. Um, I rolled a 12 out of 2. I have no fucking clue. I rolled an 11 out of 3. I also don't know. I rolled an 8 out of 5. I have no idea. I rolled a 1. I know exactly where we're going. Thank God. using your keen eyes, you notice... I see a giant crucifix in the sky with a beam of moonlight shining down on it. <laughs> Not far away from the truth at all. Um, you see, <laughs> like like I've described before with Bjornfjord, you have generally not very big buildings, with the exception of the Adventurer's Guild and, of course, the taverns. But there is one building that is not far from you at all, maybe like two minutes by uh, dragon back while pulling a cart. Um, yeah, and you, you see, like, a, a bear symbol, so, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of, like, everyone's like, where the fuck do we go? And you kind of just point, like, eh? All right. Yeah! And we're off. Sure. So you guys move for about two minutes down this road, you pass the Adventurer's Guild on your left, and there you are. Uh, you're in front of a 
building. It's it's made out of wood atop it. You see kind of just the symbol of, of a bear. Um, it's somewhat quiet right now, at least from what you can tell. The door is closed, but you can see the glow um, underneath it. It's probably best if someone takes point on this, aside from me. I don't think uh, I don't think this guy will be happy to see me. I mean, is anyone ever happy to see you? Really? <laughs> probably not. I don't know. Can, what can, can you see much right now, Hannibal? Your eyes are kind of crossing at the moment. Uh, I'm the only one who could see where the church was. So, I mean, it's all touche. right. I got I, I I got this, gentlemen. Give give me just a moment. Let's 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 let let's let the kid handle this one. You got this, Scooter. <laughs> well, that's not even close, but good try. Couple of those, and I like pa- I pat Hannibal on the shoulder as I jump out of the back of the cart and I go inside. Are you guys or going go with him, or are you just him. letting him do it? I'm staying with the cart. I'm going with him. Sure, I'm also staying with the cart. Okay, so as you guys approach the door, uh, you you would hear a voice that is potentially familiar to some and not familiar to o- familiar to others. Schneeply, you idiot! No, don't do it that way. But I'm sorry, Tiberius. Uh, as you guys approach approach the door and open it, in front of you, you see a ton of children, several different races. You see wolves, you see bears, you see moles, you see pretty much everything, as well as two people in front of you that you may or may not remember from a long time ago. Two whole days ago. You've got a rugged bear, um, as well as a lanky-looking deer, and a bunch of children. Oh, hello. Hello there, shark. Is that you, Hannibal? Behind there. Who's there? Hello. Who's there? Tiberius. Uh, we, we ran a mission before. We we, we transported goods oh, for yeah. more. Tiberius you remember me? and Schneebly. I remember you guys. Oh, yes, of course. Shut up, Schneebly. No, that's stupid. Um, and what what brings you around here? Uh, we're looking for the priest. Wait a minute, did you, was it you that saved Cargus? Oh yes, my I'm, I'm here oh to save Cargus. Who else would it be? Holy, that's incredible. Oh, t- to think that just a couple of days ago we were transporting spices for Mort. <laughs> what a mar- marvelous world. Uh, Cargus is right back here, Cargus. He's been running this orphanage for, for years. Uh, c- come with me. Uh, so basically a bunch of children are kind of jumping up kind of in admiration and awe of you guys because you're, you know, you're adventurers. You're so cool. Um, but he kind <laughs> of <laughs> parts the way of annoying children. So you guys, you guys walk, walk through. Uh, there's like several different rows uh, of seating on either side, much like a church. Uh, and then you you turn left, and there's kind of a, a a doorway in the back. Well, he's right there. He should be right through he, these doors. Uh, that's Cargus, of course. I'm sure he'd be happy to see you, especially after you saved his life. And again, so much admiration. Thank you so much. No problem. Well, I'll go back to entertaining the children. It's nice to see you again. You as well. Of course, this is the bear talking. The deer has been very silent. <laughs> you mean Schneebly the useless deer? Uh Schneebly Brittlebones. Uh yeah, he for some reason is, is domed pretty hard by Tiberius Strongpaw. But yes. 
Um, yeah. So you guys see a door ahead of you, and do you, you? I assume you guys are going to go through it, right? Oh, yes. for sure. Sure. Um, so you see a familiar sight. Uh, someone you most definitely have seen before. He is a brown bear follower of the Celestial Bear Church. He's got his uh, he's got his uh, white robes with the with the yellow on it. And you see him doing something that you probably didn't expect him to be doing. Uh, he's in masturbating to children. No, uh, you see, you see a lot of Whoa. like he is. He is a priest. Um, you see a lot that of like true. that is true. This adds up it. now. I see what he's about. You see a lot of mock heads with hats on it, and he is actually working with needles making hats. Um, well, hello. Hello? Ah! Who's there? Cogus, there you are! It's good to see you oh, again, dear. sir. Oh, dear. Is is that... Is that Cecil? Oh, my. You know it is, friend. He pulls out his needles and puts them into, like, a kind of tomato-looking thing, and he turns, kind of just giving you, to give you a big hug. Thank you so much. So much. I wouldn't be around if it wasn't for you guys. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course, it's it's... Oh, pleasure, Cogus. Um, please be careful. I don't want to spill the drink. I've just got this one. It's rather delicious. Huh. Oh, well, I, I don't partake. Trust me, I have no interest. I, I assume you, you're all here for your, your reward, of course, right? Absolutely. We're heading out on the morrow, so um, decided to come see you before we headed out once again. Lovely, lovely. Um, I I did put together a couple things to give you, but... There's something else that you probably didn't ask for, but I'm willing to do it if you want. That's hat making, of course. I don't know what you were thinking. Do any of you want any hats? I am a master hatter, and I normally don't tell people this because they always ask. But yes, if there are any hats that you want for your party, I'd be happy to make them. Yeah, you got like a uh, dunce cap? <laughs> I can make I can make any kind of hat. Any kind Great. of hat that you want. Make it fit a head this big, and then with my hands, I make, like, a circle of how big Kiart's head is. <laughs> Before I get this, first let me uh, give you the, the rewards that I already have here. Um, I do have a stock of healing potions, and I, you guys are such good fighters. I, I wanted to make sure you didn't get hurt. So he kind of, like, hands, like, a sack to uh to cecil <laughs> if you investigate it it's got five healing potions in it um uh they they heal two wounds of any kind for the record. <clears throat> um second thing he hands you is a second sack which he hands over to uh hands over to hannibal uh that's got 60 schmeckles in it and yes uh please give me a list of hats to make i would love to make you hats for anyone in your party, I will get them all done by tomorrow. I'm quite the gifted hatter. Oh, this is this is one wondrous. Um, yes, what, one second. If you could make to... a a pointed black hat fit for a captain for for the small otter for Fen, I think that would be perfect. Um, for me, something something fancy that really shows off my eyes. The pointy hat for Kiard was perfect. What what color are your <laughs> eyes? Sorry. Um, my eyes are, I have light blue eyes. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask 
if he can make a little cowboy hat for my rock. Uh, you ask that, and his face lights up. A cowboy hat for your rock? <laughs> a cowboy hat for your rock? I love this so much. Oh, my word. And he turns around, and he's, he writes it down, just kind of like halfway through, he stops writing, and he looks back at you, and then he kind of goes back to writing. A cowboy hat for a rock? Why didn't I think of this? But <clears throat> Apologies. I lost... What what else is it that I can get for you? I there was uh, there was a wolf one with you. You said you wanted some kind of pointed hat, just tall pointed yeah, hat. A white, absolutely a tall white pointed hat with uh, the word dunce. Well, I'm not that good at stitching, but I I think I can get you a nice pointed hat. And what about you, Hannibal? No, nah, I wear a helmet. Can I hear this? <laughs> Uh, you are in the cart, so no, you can't. (laughs) I was hoping you could let me roll a a sense check. (laughs) No, it's like you're going through two doors and the sound of children's laughter, so there's no way. (laughs) Okay. Um, Hannibal, so Hannibal, you're wearing a, you're wearing a a helmet, you say, huh? I'll see what I can do with that. If I can make a hat for a rock, I think I can make a hat for a helmet. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) thank you so Uh, much for stopping by. (laughs) <laughs> stop it. Oh, just stop the rock it. hat would be good. And you know what? Since you're just such a great guy, I have a gift for your the children of your congregation. Oh, we'll, really? We'll go get it when we're done. It's beef jerky for everyone. Whole <laughs> jerky for everyone. Jerky. Oh my lord, the wares of the stocks of food are so low, that's why I was so happy that you helped me. If you have oh my word, beef jerky the children will be so delighted. Hannibal, you truly are sent from the heavens. Yeah, I know. Well, is there anything else I can do for you? Because um, tomorrow I will have all of your hats ready and the one you didn't ask for there, Hannibal. <laughs> but yes, um, yes, uh, come back soon. I'll, I'll work all night. I don't care. I'm so excited. A cowboy hat for a rock. What is that? <laughs> Cargus, I just want to say thank you again for all of this. No, I, thank you. I do appreciate it. His demeanor shifts into a serious one. Um, I, I truly have to tell you all, I'm very thankful. The children would be lost without me. Um, up until a few days ago, Schneebly and Schneebly and Tiberius were not here either, so they were just completely alone. So. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Of course, and if you need anything of us again, um, if we're in town, please let us know. Well, just just bring back the that beautiful face there, Mister Shark, and he kind of just boops you on the on the tip of your shark nose. I like smile, and I have like two dimples, and I just look like cute <laughs> as he boops me on my like round shark nose. Well. I, I have work to do. <laughs> These hats won't make themselves. <laughs> uh, see you all later. Make sure that you spread those evenly. Of course. Ab- absolutely. We'll see you on the morrow. Cool. So you guys walk through, um, and it's similar to last time. You walk through, there's a lot of kids. Uh, there's a lot of children. Um, and Schneebly and Tiberius are kind of reining it all in it seems kind of a bit odd to see a couple mercenaries doing this kind of work there's got to be a reason for it but i don't <laughs> anyway hmm. um yeah so what do you guys do i'm gonna i'm gonna get beef jerky for the children bull jerky 
Wait, did they come back out? Yeah, so they walk back out. So, uh, how'd we do? Uh, we got... We're all getting hats in the morning. Great oh. news, gentlemen. Um, on top of the hats, we got some healing potions and schmeckles. Great. What 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 kind of hats? Uh, it's the ones surprise. that will suit each of our personalities. Wait. So you you got me a bowler hat? Yes. I really would like a bowler hat. Those are those are pretty cool. Sweet. That's exactly what we got you. How how'd you know to get me a bowler hat? Uh, just elephant's intuition. Honestly, we just wanted to grab you something that that would suit you the best, Keyard. All right, well, that, that's we're very, gonna call it dumb luck. That that's very thoughtful of you. I I appreciate it. Oh, of course. I hope it comes out to your liking. I'm gonna take take a couple armfuls of bull jerky and go back in. Hannibal's just gonna go feed the orphans now. Give him just an extra moment. Oh, you're donating some of that jerky to the kids, huh? Best way to get samples out for people to test our new jerky brand. We're on our way to return the cart, so we can't carry all this around anyways. So as as he walks in with that uh <laughs> yeah, with he's that got about, of jerky. He's got about ten pounds of jerky in his arms. I look over but, to Cecil and I say, uh So I, I know we have to return the cart. I, I get it. It's on your it's your word that we have to return the cart. What are we gonna do about all this jerky? You know, maybe we could just sell it. Or I was thinking maybe you could use your skills with people and maybe we could, you know, maybe keep the cart for uh for a, a few schmeckles. Maybe we could give the guy all of our jerky and we could keep the cart and the dragons in exchange. I would if you could pull off that deal, that that would work very well, I think. <laughs> well, I'm down to try, but if it doesn't work, we return the cart. Well, I'm I, a man I, of my word. Are you willing? I mean, I'm I'm saying I'm willing to throw a couple schmeckles in here to keep this cart. I mean, like I could spare a few, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How about you, Fen? Would you would you throw down in this cart? Eh, the dragons seem to like me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's see what we can do. I, I think I think Cecil should uh, take lead here, though. Unless uh, unless you think you could broker a better deal, Fen. It depends on if it's a man or a woman. <laughs> it's definitely a dude. Uh, then I probably won't do any better. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have a cart. As you kind of start to discuss your your practical uh, tactics for for dealing with the 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 one now one hundred ninety pounds. Of bull jerky, <laughs> uh, Hannibal kind of a little bit sloppily walks in with a fucking arms full of ten pounds of bull jerky, and as he walks in, every single child's jaw drops like a cartoon almost. I throw the bull jerky in the air. Bull jerky for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they are all you get yelling jerky from and you from get the- jerky. From the cart, you all hear, "Yay!" As come they on, all kids. are like, "So you can, happy. All, you can all come outside and grab an armful of jerky of of old Hannibal's bull jerky." <laughs> old Hannibal's bull oh, jerky. That sounds questionable <laughs> at best. <laughs> so, um, Schneebly says, "That's more than generous." Oh man, t- this much jerky will last for several days. Thank you so much, Hannibal. Thank you. 
the, most of these children have never seen this much food in their lives. <laughs> and he kind of gives you like a, his lanky deer body comes against you and he gives you a big hug. I don't like that. Yeah. I think most right, people don't like down. hugs. That's why I keep forcing them upon you guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they're they all kind of just walking around, picking up these pieces of jerky, and they're all so happy. They kind Off of... Off the floor. <laughs> and Tiberius is like, Schneebly, I told you that you should have cleaned the floor. Broom, broom, broom. There's no room for dirt on this floor. I knew, you idiot. Of course this would happen. Schneebly. <laughs> um, and yeah, you you guys, you guys leave uh, back to the cart. Well... Yeah, the children follow me out and take take as much jerky as they can grab. You're like the Pied Piper, but you're an elephant with jerky. <laughs> How much more jerky can they hold? Uh, they can't hold a lot. Each of them can maybe hold a, 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 pound? Like a quarter of a pound. Okay. And there's like there's like 20 of them, so you lose another five pounds. <laughs> so you got you now have 185 pounds of jerky. Oh, I have it down in the notes. I have I have this book and it says minus fifteen pounds of jerky. Hey, you gave it to an orphanage. Left. No, yeah, that's what I have. Give jerky to children. Minus fifteen pounds. Uh, (laughs) Hey, maybe maybe it'll make him make even better hats for you guys. Uh, (laughs) This is the nicest we've ever been to children in any game we've ever played. (laughs) It is, and I'm happy. Uh, So after. After the screaming children pick up their their five pounds of of bull jerky, you guys are once again ready to go on your way. Uh, the yeah, yeah, and we wave we wave to the children as they gleefully yell after us, "Jerky boys, jerky boys!" <laughs> Can we have them not do that instead? I like lean out the window and I just go, "Yes, we are the Jerky Boys. Uh, that is no. our name." <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. no, 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 sing our praises, children. I GM block it. They're yelling, "Beefy Boys, Beefy Boys, Beefy, beefy Boys, boys. <laughs> Beefy Boys, Beefy Boys." Beefy no, I like boys. Jerky Boys. I think that should be our team name. I mean, the Jerky Boys is just such a good name. I think that's it. I think it's canon now. I think we're Jerky Boys. No, this is our. This is our name. The Meat Jerking Beef Boys. I'm going to veto that. I think we're the Jerky Boys. <laughs> we can be the Jerky Boys, but if we're the Jerky Boys, Fen's letting go of the stirrups and we're crashing. Well, well, I'm okay, driving. But beef boys. driving. But we're, none of us... I was in the cart first. I thought I was driving. It's funny, before no one wanted to drive, but now everyone's like, I'm driving. Kiard always well, wants I to drive. Well, I drove the, the last time. I ended up driving when none of us wanted to drive. That's why I was basing it mostly on that. So I Fair. would just like to say that none of us are, are like, collectively, we are not jacked enough to be known as the Beefy Boys. We are not, we are not beefed up enough. We don't have to be so jacked. We, are the we can just be boys. very thick. I mean, yeah, yeah but that also <laughs> still doesn't apply. The meat-jerking Beef Boys. True. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, that one, that one I'm on board for. The meat-jerking Beef Boys. <laughs> okay, so, so Jared, I... Down. <laughs> I whip the reins and the cart pulls away. Okay. I'm probably just going to let jerky boys happen. <laughs> it's happening. Everything else is even worse than that. Uh, <laughs> jerky boys it is. Is it? So the re- the reins, well, 
I mean, if you get if you're not gonna be the beefy boys, you're definitely not gonna be the beef jerking beef boys. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine <laughs> with the beefy boys. beef boys. I'm also fine with that one. All right, moving well. on. <laughs> anyway, uh, the the reins make a slapping noise against the the two dragons driving driving the cart, and you guys move very quickly, heading towards the stables. Of course, Chuck and Jesse are, you know, they're ra- raring to go. So it, this is a bit longer of a trip. It takes you guys about 15 minutes to get to get to back to the stables. Um, and as you arrive there, you see a familiar looking guy. You see Ignatz, the light brown bear. He's wearing his familiar blue overalls and his straw hat. And he has like a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth. Um, his eyes just about pop out of his head when he sees you guys coming back. Almost like yeah. he never expected in a million years that you actually would follow through on that based <laughs> off of what the owl wolf said. I uh, I jump out of the cart as we kind of like pull up and I go, Ignatz, my good man, how are you? Boys! Oh man, you're back! Uh, he, yes. He like, he runs and embraces Chuck and Jesse, his two best friends in the whole wide world. Oh, thank you so much. You You actually followed through on your words, Cecil. Absolutely. I wanted to bring the dragons back to you as quick as we could. And along the way, we seem to have, uh, we bonded with, with your dragons, Chuck and Jesse, and we became very attached to the cart. I've got something for you. I'm so excited. I never thought this would actually happen. Come, hold on. And he, like, runs inside, and you hear the door slam. And then he comes back out. Uh, he's holding this kind of, uh, a skin, essentially, some kind of, animal skin like a hide cecil guess what this is for i don't know what could this possibly be for he points down and you've got like this kind of drum thing hanging off of your thing oh oh my you could fix my drum well i can't fix your drum but this shit find someone who can this could fix your drum oh man I've had this forever. It's from the White Wind Peaks. It was given to me, but I'm not a musician. <sighs> I'm so oh, happy. Well, Ignatz, this is wondrous. This is incredible. Um, Do you still need dragons? Yeah, absolutely I still need dragons. I was just trying to ask if we would be able to purchase the cart and the dragons from you. It. I don't want to well, inconvenience you by taking them for good on just uh, on just borrowing them but i figured we could offer you something in return i am very attached to chuck and jesse however my wife is a is a dragon breeder if you would be open to the idea of having a couple other dragons i could sell you one at a heavy discount because i really like you i would be fine Um, that sounds perfect can i talk to your wife directly he kind of takes one look at you and kind of looks up and down like fan i I got this. I already have a heavy discount. I got I, this. I could get us an even b- deeper discount, but whatever. Yeah, I deeper. don't want... I, I don't... No. So, I got it. So tell me, is this is this to your specifications, or, or do you need a different style of cart? Because I do have a few. The thing is, they weren't here before. Now now they are. We have a, a few dragons to choose from, if if you would like. Well... Boys, let's go shopping. Hop ooh, out of ooh, the cart. Ooh, I let's wanna, go. I want to help. I want to help pick out the cart. Oh, I'm uh, I'm so excited. Uh, and I jump off the cart and I 
I'm going to go check it out. I can give you two dragons and one cart for a hundred schmeckles. Normally, this would go for 250, but I really like you guys, and I'm so happy. I honestly, Chuck and Jesse are my two dearest friends in the world, and I'm so happy you brought them back. Ignatz, if you ever need a favor, we will we'll help you out. We thank you so much. I yes. Here, here, Ignatz, take some bull jerky on the house. Oh yeah, we've got jerky. jerky. Come check out some jerky. Check check it out. It's ha- delicious. Have you tried giving it to the dragons? I bet you they would love it too. I they're very into tasty meat treats. That's a good point. Kiard grabs a handful of jerky and then is like ready to go meet the new dragons with the with the handful of jerky. Sure. So this is um so you walk past this stable which is kind of like an open open thing um and Ignatz is putting both Chuck and Jesse back in. They're they're his show his show dragons of course. You walk into more of like a closed barn and like the very very large doors open and you see his wife there who honestly almost looks like she could be his twin. They're literally dressed identically. It's another light brown bear wearing blue overalls with a straw hat um, and several dragons to choose from. Uh, what are you guys looking for? Probably a slightly bigger cart and thus uh, slightly bigger dragons to pull the cart. Well, yeah, I, I want to. So, so Ignatz, what, can you explain the, the ins and outs of these dragons? Are, are there faster ones? Are there stronger ones? How does this work? Is it safe? Is it safe to say that everyone throws in twenty five schmeckles for the cart, since there's four of us? Yeah, we're we're splitting it's this even. It's hundred right? schmeckles. I assume we're splitting it, right? Can we? Uh, can we just operate under the assumption that we took Hootsworth's money for him and used twenty a piece and take twenty of his? That's acceptable as well. I'm okay with this. Or we could just ask him for his money later because we don't. Oh wait, yeah, no, we got his share, didn't we? Yeah, let's just operate yeah. under the assumption he would throw down, even though he's a dick. Well, no, yeah, we got fine. his share of the reward, so fuck it. Yeah, whatever. That's what I mean. Throw yeah, down yeah, for exactly. him while he's not here, I mean. Exactly. I'll pay him five gold if he complains about it later. It's <laughs> Sorry, five schmeckles. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, there you go. Cecil, Fenn, what are you What are you looking for? Are you looking for faster? I think that we should have something that's a bit more comfortable so we could travel in style. I, I, I don't mind the cut of your jib. To be honest, I think we should pick the dragons first and see what they can do according to the dragons. I don't hate that idea. I definitely don't hate that idea, Fen. Absolutely. So Gretchen comes to talk to you. She, like I said, looks very similar to Ignatz and she's wearing similar clothing, though you can identify her because she is a very, very curvy, thick bear. Um, Please, I'm pleased to meet you. My name is Gretchen. I am the dragon breeder. Is there a specific type of dragon or thing that you would like to accomplish with your with your dragons? They gotta get us places, and ideally they like us. Okay, temperament? Yeah, that. But also, we're looking for a, a more luxurious cart, I guess. I, what, do you, what do you think, Cecil? Well, no, we're looking for dragons and then basing the cart off of the dragons. Right, we're... we're lo- I, in an ideal world, we would have dragons that are able to speedy and easily drag uh, drag a big cart. So strong with a lot of stamina, and a cart that can pull a lot of weight, that has cushions, and she kind of winks over. Just the way I like it, Cushion. <laughs> at Cecil, I assume. Or not Fen, I assume. No, she looks, she, she winks specifically at you. 
uh, at you, Kiard, because you asked for a luxurious one, and she said, and cushions, and then winked at you. Well, I feel slighted. <laughs> Don't worry, she's got a smirk coming right back to you. <laughs> but um, from, the dra- from the dragons that you see, you can tell a, dif- a definite difference in the way that they're built. Some of them look a bit a bit more lightweight, like they could run faster, but for maybe not as long. Um, and, and then there's, uh, really, really thick boys that look like they could potentially move a lot of weight and also don't have much stamina. And then there's kind of more average looking ones that probably are more balanced. Oh, wait, 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 what? So what's the, what's the woman's name again? Name is Gretchen. Gretchen. I, yes. Are any of these like ideal steeds, like just to, that I could just ride by myself? Of course. Yes. Well, that's not what we're doing here, Kiard. No, 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 no. no. Come on. Give me a second here. So how much would it take to get your, one of your finest, like, like scouting dragons? Like I'm looking for one that I could ride myself and that I could kind of go ahead of the cart with. Well, if you're looking for a scouting dragon, I almost wouldn't even suggest this type of dragon at all. You'd probably be better off finding one that could fly, I would imagine, but... Do you have any of those? Unfortunately, that's not my area of expertise. However, they do exist. If you feel so inclined, I could potentially point you in the direction of a breeder. All right, well... It... They'd be outside of Bjornfjord, though. All right, I was just thinking... I Hey, guys, just so you know, I wasn't trying to... I wasn't trying to, like, derail this, but I was thinking I could get my own dragon as well, and I can go ahead of the cart, and I could, you know, Cecil can, can drive the cart, you know? I'm not paying for your dragon. No, I'll pay for my dragon. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't sign up for the new cart adventure to drive the cart. Well, no, not, no. Oh, oh no, sorry, sorry, I meant Fen. I meant Fen. <laughs> I don't Absolutely, know. It, they're I do not, not even sort of similar. <laughs> okay, what, whatever. I, forget that. We'll, we'll forget that. That's fine. I'll drive the main one. Kiard, if, yeah. if you did want to get one that would be better for scouting ahead, I would suggest one of the more live-looking ones. They probably would have better endurance and be more geared towards that type of thing. Which she kind of points to the, the ones on the left side. Are they smaller? Yeah, the, just their muscle tone looks different. Whereas the ones she originally pointed towards you or pointed you guys at were like these really beefy looking ones that looked like they could pull a fuck ton of weight. Wait, wait, how um, much for one of the smaller ones? Well, uh, I for you guys, my husband seems to really like you. Um, fifty schmeckles. Oh, I, I'm down. I'm buying it. I don't worry, guys. I got this one. I'll, I'll put in seventy five total. Or, or, wait, no, 70 total. Because Hootsworth's going to pay for some. Just tell me which name you'd like to give it, and I will I will inform the, the seed of its new name. Uh... Well, what's its name? Why don't we just, why don't we just roll with what its name is now? That's your choice. But, um, also, wh- wh- which are you looking for? There are still carts and, and dragons to be selected here. Um... I think we should go with the average dragon snow gents. It seems like it would be the best for longer travel. Yeah, let's get whatever whatever can pull the most weight because I feel like there's a lot more jerky in our future. Uh, the well, those the ones that could pull the most weight look rather large and 
slow. I don't think that yeah, we would want be a better good balance. for our travels. All so right, I'd yeah. su- I suggest the balanced ones. I, I second the balance. Well, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. No, please do. You, you do are know. an You're expert. The expert. Yes, These please. ones will still be plenty fast. If you plan on carrying around thousands of pounds of goods, <laughs> I, I might even... I would probably suggest the more thick-looking ones. The medium ones are great. Uh, that's very similar to the build of Chuck and Jesse, who you had before. But if you're going to be carrying more weight than that, perhaps one, a couple of these would, would get the job done. Well, I mean, it is your area of expertise, Gretchen. I'm, I am in no position to go against your advice. Well, I have these four to choose from, and she kind of points to... (laughs) I love how she's, like, got a million dragons. Anyway, and before, there was only the two. Anyway, fuck your plot holes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not a plot hole. Maybe they were all rented out for the day. I was on vacation last week. (laughs) 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 Uh, Sorry, two days ago. back after your mission. Um, There are four of these... uh, what would you like? Would you like male or female? Or they're all about the same age. Their coloration is. I was going to say, what are their colors? Let's let's decide based on color. Uh, you've got a couple of them are more kind of on the green spectrum, and the other two are kind of on more of the brown spectrum. Uh, let's get a green one and a brown one. Yeah, yeah. She leads out, and they're going to be both female. Both female. Is that what you want? Wait, why not? Why not get a male and a female? Well, then they don't start fucking Kiard. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to? Why? Why do you want to take that away from them? I I feel like the the two females and the two males would just fight with each other. Well, I figured that Fen would have an easier time bonding with the two females, <laughs> and they would quickly and they would quickly begin to listen to him, and he'd be point. able to control them so they wouldn't bicker between them. We prevent the dragons from fucking by keeping the genders the same, unless they're into that, but I feel like we'd have a harder time keeping two males on track. I think Fen should make the decision, because he's going to be the one, the one driving the cart, mostly. Let's do I mean, that's the, uh, fair. Let's do, like, the adoption process and see how they like me. Um, yeah, so... Into it. It's funny, as you're talking about this, <laughs> Into it. this topic to begin with, uh, Gretchen kind of just, imme- like, she notices that you're there like she didn't before. And she's like, me? Oh. Or, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> and she kind of just grows very silent as you approach these dragons. Um... As you approach the uh, green... Should I be concerned about that? No, she just wants you to approach her dragons. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Please don't make me. She wants to show you the dragon's den. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so really to to not that much surprise, uh, you walk forward and the green female dragon and the brown female dragon both kind of just turn their head immediately inexplicably just kind of interested <laughs> i'm like standing at the edge of the pen just looking at kiard holding my fin out towards fen as he's doing this <laughs> it's uh, what's even odder is what's even odder uh, what's even uh, more odd is that half of the dragons in this place also are doing the same thing just following this one person <laughs> 
very odd. Uh, femme, hmm. I don't know what it is about you, my dude. <laughs> um, but yes, you see two very muscly dragons that you approach, uh, very thick. Uh, the green one is kind of like, it's kind of like greenish bluish. And then the brown one, sorry, the brown one is like a golden brown kind. Okay. And they both seem to very much so enjoy your presence immediately as they kind of bow your, their head, inviting a pet. Oh, hell yeah. They're like hippogriffs. Uh, so they, they seem to like me then. Um, is, is, was her name Gretchen? Is that what you said? Right? Gretchen. Yeah. Yeah. Is she in the pen with me or just on the, like the outskirts? Oh, she's supervising. Okay. These are her dragons. She's, she's, uh, they, that's what I raised figured. them all since birth. She knows them very that's, well. That's more or less what I figured. That's why I'm she's like, s- oh, <laughs> she's like, oh. And then suddenly all of these female dragons just look at right. you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, so Gretchen, I'm going to assume this is a good thing. Yeah? Yes, uh, I would say so. <laughs> I, I've never seen this before in my life. I don't, uh, yes, I, I guess. Well, as an expert, this must be incredibly entertaining for you. <laughs> so yes. Am, am I right in assuming that these two would be a good fit? I would definitely say so. All right. Um, uh, yeah, we'll go with make these sure two. Be just be careful they don't fight with each other. I this is a weird kind of attention. <laughs> I I think yes, uh, it should be great. But what kind of cart do you want? I have a few. We've got covered carts, we've got longer carts, we've got more luxurious carts, we've got carts with more. I'm also a cart merchant. Anyway, um, yes, what kind of <laughs> cart are you looking for? Well, um. I covered cart and one that's luxurious, of course. I would try to balance some speed with that, though, too. I would think the dragons would be down for that part more than the cart itself. These two can run surprisingly fast, but their stamina is not good when they move that quickly. That's the downside to that. But they can carry a lot of weight at slower speeds than the medium ones, which is why I think they'd be good for you. Anyway, I apologize. What, what cart were you looking at? Oh, give me, show me that fancy stuff, Gretchen, please. She leads you further back through the stable to a second door. This is like fucking pimp my ride, dude. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm waiting for Exhibit the Bear to just show up in one of these doorways. Yo, I heard you like jerky with your <laughs> yeah. jerky, so you, I made a place where you could make jerky while eating jerky. <laughs> so uh, she slides, she kind of looks around and kind of, oh, this one. And she slides a door to the side and behind the door, is uh an entirely wood encased cart it has a cover on it that's also made of wood and it kind of curls upward uh it's got handles along the side and kind of almost looks somewhat like a very luxurious sleigh meets covered cart that's very very sturdy and made of wood and bits of metal this is probably the one i think that would fit best i have one that's more like the one you used before but I don't know if that would fit what you're looking for. Oh, also, there's cushions on top of it. Good for Perfect. the old bum. Oh, well, we have to get the cushions, gentlemen. <laughs> we can't ride in discomfort. Not after last time. What? The cushions are a very vibrant yellow, um, and the metal is a darker color. Uh, the The wood itself is stained. It's kind of more reddish. So it's a combination of, like, red 
ish black and yellow and there's like a big opening uh in the back that has slatted wood that kind of opens more like when you open the back of a truck uh like a like a big fucking really long truck you know but it is completely covered correct it is completely covered it's probably the most thorough or uh sturdy sturdy uh, cart you could possibly have though the weight will definitely be a factor so i think that the two dragons and this cart would do it for us then gretchen i'm so happy that i could find what you wanted anyway i i will uh i will set it up um i will meet you out front oh side note what did you want to name your dragons once again i'm totally fine to just rock with the names that you've already given them oh perfect yeah, I whatever those they already names had are. names. I assume that uh, unless you just call them like you there or something to that this effect. This is Dragon CC464 and CC465. Right, I'm, I'm not a breeder myself. I I don't understand how this kind of thing works. I assume getting attached probably isn't bad. Well, sometimes I find I it know. to be more good than bad. It hurts me, but the dragons end up better in the end. Yes, I, I will get them set up for you. Um, but first, let me finish up with your other friend. Uh, I believe he was looking for one of the lithe dragons. Then she turns back and turns her attention to you, Kiard. L- lithe dragons, you say? W- what? What is a lithe dragon? Uh, it just means that they're more slender. Okay. Well, h- how many do I have to choose from? Uh, like four. Okay. Are there any of them purple? Yes. Two of them are purple. Uh, I would like to pick a purple female dragon, the one that looks the most spry. Are any of them, like, I don't know, like, one of them that looks like maybe they're, like, a little rough around the edges, but, like, got some spunk. Yeah, they all kind of snark at you a little bit. Like, uh, they're, they all seem to be a bit scruffy and, and weathered. Um, the one that kind of first catches your eye is this female kind of reddish purple dragon it's got like a reddish underbelly and the top portions are purple uh and there's kind of just what looks like a frown like the red of its mouth kind of forms a frown and she kind of just looks at you and snorts i offer her some jerky and she snorts a bunch like and then she kind of like looks at you uh, and doesn't break eye contact for like five seconds. I offer her more jerky, and then with my other hand, I kind of like just like pet the dragon neck, like kind of as you as you would like feed a a horse an apple or like a sugar yeah. cube. It's it's a lot like that. You get more of these kind of snorting noises of the. Is it a happy uh, snorting noise? Well, she doesn't seem to be kicking at you. Um, That's good. The the response is not the same as what happened uh, with Fen, but this response isn't bad either. Uh, as you're kind of doing this, um, Gretchen's like, "Yes, that's good. That that's how that's what we would expect to see. That's good. That's good. Good girl. Have, good girl. Do you have a saddle? Maybe some uh, saddle bags? Yes, of course. Uh, let me grab them in the back. Uh, we'll do that. Um, which color do you want? For the saddle? Just kidding. There's only one. Ha <laughs> ha. It's yeah, brown. I, I think. <laughs> well, uh, these saddlebags should be able to carry, uh, I don't know, 50 pounds of goods if they're not shaped oddly. Um, but yes, here you are. Uh, this is Violet. 
Um, and this is your dragon. And she kind of just hands the reins to you. I was going to name her Alora. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> okay, let me just change her name that she's had for years. Wait, it, is it Violet? Uh, it, Violet's okay. What do you... I turn to the dragon. What do you, what do you want? Would you want to be called Violet? Like, you know, someone just looked at you and they just called you Violet because you're purple. Or do you want Alora, which I so, think is a wonderful name. Alora? E-L-O-R-R-A. As you kind of are saying these things, Gretchen kind of puts her hand over the ear uh, of this dragon and says stuff that you don't understand. Um, and then it's just a bunch of funny noises like... <laughs> and then she says, yes, just Elora is the name that she will respond to. Violet was the name that I gave her, but I'm sure that she'll love Elora just as much as she loved Violet. I was asking Here the you dragon, are. not you. These things are very remarkably uh, easygoing, so it's not a big deal. Okay. It's just what you call them. <laughs> to be honest, if you were speaking their language, they might care more. You know, if you were like... <laughs> Like they wouldn't like that as much if you as if you called them. You, it's different. But yes, Elora will do. I'm learning so much about dragons today. What a day. Yes, of course. As am I. Anyway, Elora is is what this. Are you still you two still there? Would you rather name these dragons, or do you want to use the ones that I gave them? I'm perfectly fine with what they're already called. Yeah, I'm. I'm also still set on just. The names that you've already given to the dragons. I mean, w- would she prefer to be called Violet? She won't mind. Like I said, it's not her language. She doesn't care. It's oh. just what you call them. Okay. Yes. Uh, so she kind of she uh, walks away. Uh, she pulls the greenish bluish female dragon as well as the golden brown one. Um, and she pulls them back to pull out that like really big cart that you guys decided upon. Um, and she kind of walks it out through the two double doors of the, uh, of the barn and she pulls it out and says, here you are. Um, this one, this greenish bluish one, I called Typhoon and the golden brown one I named Henrietta. See, those are wondrous names. I, thank you. Yeah, I thought they me. fit their personalities, but I guess you'll find out, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Probably. I would assume so. If I could get those schmeckles from you guys, uh, you guys can be oh, on yes. your way. Here you, here you are, handing over schmeckles noises here. So you guys kind of just schmeckle together and figure out how many that makes for each of you guys. Once again, it was like uh, we were doing 20, 20 each. In, yeah, you know, and then us, 50 right? for... <laughs> and, and then 50 uh, for me, uh, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So you guys... Uh, you guys see, uh, you see Ignatz at the front. He's pulling out like massive quantities of your beef jerky and moving it into your new cart, uh, for you guys to be helpful. Um, this new cart you guys got, it's pretty tight. Like, uh, the, it's, it's not nearly as weathered as the other one. Dope. Uh, you guys got your, your, your new dragons. Um, the stain that's on this, this, uh, wood is almost shiny like you can almost see off it looks really really nice uh there's side opening doors and then like a big opening in the back kind of like if you double combined uh 
you know, like in the old days where people would cart around rich people in uh, yeah. by yeah, horseback carriages. and they and they carriages. It's like a carriage that has like an opening in the back that almost is kind of similar to what like flatbed trucks would have. Not like pickups, but like big ass ones. Yeah. yeah. Better to sell our jerky yeah. out of. Exactly. And who knows? You could repaint it. <laughs> Bull jerky. Um, yes. So after jerky that, boys. you guys have concluded, concluded your business, getting your dragons and getting your things. And you all are very happy, happy with the, the arrangement. They're happy. You're happy. Uh, what would you like to do from here? I'm ready to go to bed and get ready for my trip yeah. in the morning. You know, it's getting pretty late at this point. Um, it's definitely very dark now. Um, do you guys want to head back to the scuzzy buckle to crash or? Yeah, yeah that's where I was planning on. Buckle. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Spending the Get night. dinner, grab a couple of drinks and then like reek, like rest. Yeah. Let, let's celebrate these new dragons guys. Yeah. Um, so you guys go back to the scuzzy buckle. It's like another 15 minute ride. Uh, you, it doesn't seem longer to you guys, the amount of time it takes. Um, but these are pretty ideal circumstances. You're on a road. So, um, you guys move back there, uh, and you find a place to tie them up next to a tree outside of the, uh, outside of a, a fence going around the, the lot for, from the scuzzy buckle. And you guys go inside, uh, the familiar smell of, of tobacco smoke still wafts amongst, amongst the people there and it wafts throughout the air and Barry the bartender still on it still on a, a tear uh ll koala j <laughs> is also going real hard um and yeah you oh, guys there's they're still ready to go <laughs> still ready to go if you guys are ready to go you guys enter the enter the scuzzy buckle do you guys hire rooms to stay in or do you guys want to keep going oh i absolutely uh I pay for a room while I'm there and I get a drink at the bar. I'll get a drink, but I'm probably just going to stay in Bo Buckwheat's room. That's okay. kind of fucked up. I mean, he already paid for it. He's not whatever. using it. True. Don't tell me how to live my life. Um, Devin, how about I, you? I need to get into the mind of the man. Yeah, I'm going to get a room, get some shut eye. Sure. So you guys go amongst your different ways of, of getting rooms. Some of you get drinks. Some of you don't. Some of your nights may end with a restful sleep. Some of them may end with the lights slowly going out in your mind. Who knows? Let's find out. Um, But I think that's where we'll call this episode here. This is the end of session four. Thank you for tuning in to this week of Warp Lords podcast. Thanks for listening to the nine realms. Um, if you like what you heard spread the word there's nine realms in this world and fuck you um <laughs> find us find us on facebook we're also guy we're also on instagram and we're on the twitters and find us in the, in the world thank you guys thanks for thanks for playing thanks for listening yeah there we go bye thanks for coming by come back next wednesday where we have new episodes every wednesday yeah, yeah. see you then